Hola, marhaba, good morning, bonjour, and nihao. Um, this is uh, Mohamed Abushanab, and you can always call me Mo. Thank you so much for getting back to the to the podcast. We have a very interesting guest with here today. Um, he is um, he has been living in Hong Kong for a long time enough, so he can he can be an expert in anything related to uh, not just Hong Kong, but he is an expert in generally in Asia and uh, and even uh, other jurisdictions like American Samoa. Um, can you introduce yourself, Steve, and uh, how we can help our uh, listeners and uh, viewers? Absolutely. Today? Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I'm Steve Peters, uh, and I have a company called Base Consulting, and we focus on helping founders as an extension of their company with supply chain management, um, setting up companies in Hong Kong as well as American Samoa, uh, and a, a wide variety of business consulting services uh, to basically help founders uh, succeed and, and, you know, actually execute on, on these ideas. Because we know that ideas are super cheap, but execution is what makes all the difference. So what we try to do is make sure that things get done. So that's, that's me. I'm based in Hong Kong. I've been here about 13 years in the, in the area. Uh, I was five years in Shenzhen, China, where most of the electronics are, you know, built like Foxconn making Apple products and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, I've been here in Hong Kong for about eight years. So, you know, I, I know a little bit, but not everything. <laughs> Still, uh... <laughs> okay, that that's brilliant. So um, let, let's get back to, 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 to the main question. It's um, why, I mean, why Hong Kong was your main destination during the last, 10 years and why you continue doing business or live in, in Hong Kong? Yeah. So I actually first came here, um, about 13 years ago, um, pursuing a, uh, a job opportunity I had, um, in the electronics industry. Um, and then I stuck around because, uh, my wife is from here, but, uh, for a lot of other reasons too, Hong Kong is a beautiful place. It has beautiful beaches, hiking trails. It's got the best shopping in the world that I think, um, you know, great food and, uh, it's just a very safe place to live. So, you know, I love it. Brilliant. Brilliant. There's, there's many reasons to be there actually at, uh, so if you, someone, you just find an ent entrepreneur from the U S or UK or the EU in general, and he would like to get into the Asian market and he have this idea about uh, I'm, I'm going into the Asian market, so I think I base myself in Singapore or Dubai, and he's thinking about Hong Kong. What kind of advice you give, can give to him where you are the expert of Hong Kong, you actually live there, and you have seen how it's developed during the last 10 of years? Yeah, I mean, Hong Kong has uh, definitely some unique attributes. Uh, you know, you're very close to China, so in terms of just trade, in terms like road transportation... It's a lot closer um, and, uh, you know, it has a lot of different kind of tax benefits. For example, there's no capital gains tax here. So um, it's pretty crypto friendly, um, which is interesting to a lot of people that I talk to. Um, and, you know, corporate taxes, 8.25%, yeah, under 2 million Hong Kong dollars. So that's about, you know, uh, you know, 250,000 U S or so, something like that. Yeah. So, good. Um, 
yeah. So we we can say we can say it, so it have a proximity to uh, access Chinese market or uh, you can say Asian market in general. Yeah. It's a it's a very tax efficient compared to other jurisdictions. Yes. And from my experience, I think it's it's very cost effective compared to Singapore. Singapore is much more much expensive more on the other expensive side. Yeah, absolutely. Singapore yes, is yes. definitely the the main competitor in this area of the world. Um, and a lot more Chinese factories are opening up Singapore bank accounts and businesses there, uh, because of you know there, there's definitely been some you know, social issues in Hong Kong, I'm sure, as you know, uh, over the past couple yeah, of years, yeah, yeah. which has affected that. But still, Hong Kong still is, I would say, number one uh, for, for doing business in China. If you're an entrepreneur and you want to set up um, a tax-efficient place for your company, it's definitely still number one. I mean, my can't agree more. It's like my, my comment about the, the social change or things happening in, 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 in Hong Kong in general, it's like, when people, I mean, when any political things happen in any country, there's people who doesn't like the change, so they leave, and there are others who come. So it's like this is happening almost anywhere. It's like in the UK and Brexit. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, like in different places in Europe uh, and the Middle East. Whatever there is like change, you will have millions of people are moving or solvent, and there's others who can see the opportunity and they try to to make a change. So it's like. Right. I I see myself. This is an opportunity. This is not something that I need to leave this place. It's it's not, uh, it's not possible for anyone. Uh, I have a very interesting question about Hong Kong. Have you have seen the world is getting into? You can say we are right now on the end of globalization, or just one world, one market. Uh, I see myself that the, the world going into two, uh, two entities or two different markets, like back in the nineteen fifties. So if anyone from the U.S. or Canada, or we can say normally the West countries, and he would like to set up a shop in Hong Kong, uh, what kind of, you can say, um, the first question that always people ask, can I do it 100% remotely? Uh, do I need to hire someone locally to manage my company or my business on my behalf? Or can I still manage anything, everything from overseas? Yeah, so Hong Kong, you can definitely manage everything uh, from overseas, although you do need to show up to set up your bank account. Um, now, there are sometimes ways to get around that, um, but typically you do need to come and, and uh, you know, set up a bank account because it's very easy to set up a company here. It's a little bit more difficult to set up a bank account. You know, they require some information, which is pretty typical. But at the same time, it's, you know, that that's kind of a harder uh, process of this. Um, but, you know, we, we have a great partner with zip.com. That's four Zs, uh, zip.com. And uh, they do a great job at, like, you know, basically, you know, ensuring that you get that bank account set up properly. So. Okay. So you can do everything remotely. Yes. Uh, only the bank account, you have to be there. Yeah, physically here. Yeah, and I know that there are oh. some loopholes to that. You know, if you're able to, you know, prove, you know, maybe you can't travel or something like that, there's always, like, kind of a way. Um, but, yeah, typically you need to be here. But it, it's a nice it's nice place to visit, you know, anyway. So okay. it's well worth it. Okay, that's 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 very interesting to know. What about um, uh, that if someone already having um, 
you can say that he already having an, um, a company, especially in high tax jurisdictions like the UK or normally other countries like Germany or um, you can say France or similar uh, West Europe where they pay, it could be up to got 50%. And they ask, if I set up a company in Hong Kong, do I be able to get a residency or can be a, I consider myself tax resident in Hong Kong or this is something yeah. not normally happen? Yeah, so there's a process that you can go through um, and it usually takes, okay. you know, it, it can take one to two years to set this up. But basically the basic structure is you have to have two full-time employees um, in Hong Kong and they need to be using what's called MPF, uh, which is their, uh, you know, subsidized by the government kind of um, uh, retirement plan. Um, and so, you know, you have to put in a certain amount each month as a company owner into their account. And after a certain period of time, once you've reached all, you know, you've ticked all the boxes, you can get permanent residency. And along with permanent residency are, are a ton of different benefits um, that that are not, you know, applicable to, uh, well, non-permanent residents. But, it, you know, typically if you live here, there's another way you can get residency here, and that's through marriage. Um, and so if you live here for seven years or more, you can get permanent residency through that as well. So. And, and, and when you mentioned marriage, I mean, the, the, the other partner that you would be married have to be Chinese or Hong Kong's uh, or... Yeah, they, Hong Kong. They, they, yeah, they, Hong Kong, they, yeah, Hong Kong citizen. Um, but there's Hong also Kong another Kong. there's also another way to get it by just being here for seven years. Um, I don't know wow. all the details about how to do that. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're able to, you know, if, you, if you've been working here for seven years, you can apply for it. That's my understanding. Okay. Yeah. So there's different ways you can set up yourself in Hong Kong, whatever you are just, just opening the company and then you hire someone or you have the option to marry someone else or you're staying for at least a couple of years and then you can get even the permit. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's, that's, that's great. And, um, okay. That's, that's, um, do you have anything else to add about anyone who would like to move or consider Hong Kong as a, uh, uh, preferred jurisdiction to to operate the business um so i you know i've been here a long time and uh one of the things that's really stuck out to me after traveling to other countries is the fact that it's a very safe place um you know you can walk around here at night um anybody could and you don't fear any crime on you i mean you know there's really uh the only crime that happens is like maybe you know, somebody's wallet gets stolen, but it's very rare, even that. Um, there just really isn't a lot of crime. And so, like, if you wanted to, say, raise a family here or you wanted to, um, you know, be a digital nomad kind of setup, there's a lot of really nice islands that you could live on. Um, there's quite a few island communities that have expat communities. Um, you know, it's just like a really comfortable place. There, You know, the cost of living in terms of, you know, it's comparable uh, to a lot of, you know, comparing to other like Southeast countries like the Philippines, it's definitely more expensive, Thailand, all that. But in terms of safety um, and what you get for that, that cost, it's, it's a really well-rounded kind of setup. You know, you have great beaches, great hiking, you have shopping, great restaurants. Um, you're, you're very close to everybody, you know, all, all the, all these other countries like, you know, Philippines is an hour away. 
uh, Taiwan. You know, it's super, everything's pretty close, you know. So it's a really nice hub uh, for, you know, doing business in ASEAN countries, uh, hopping around or just, you know, going for a weekend trip in Taipei, you know, Taiwan, you know, and coming back on Sunday night. Like it's a it's a it's a great hub, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, safety is like really a, a key thing here. You know, you do pay for housing. Housing's relatively small. You know, it's like kind of like maybe New York prices, uh, you know, not as expensive as Singapore typically. But other than that, you know, it's a pretty, pretty nice place, you know. Wow, that's that's amazing to know. It's like uh, it's uh, what I can say from what you're saying. It's uh, you can use uh, Hong Kong as the hub base to access other similar locations in Asia. Uh, whatever it's Philippines, Taiwan, Macau, or even China, uh, you will you will have like centralized location of of, of of being to Hong Kong, but just a very couple of days, almost ten years ago. I think the airport now is is much bigger and yeah. it's very well connected compared to ten years ago. Definitely. And uh, so th- yes, so that's that's um, that's very. Um, uh, you can say very helpful information. So if anyone would like to get in touch with you directly, uh, whatever he would like to set up um, the company or get a personal advice one, uh, how people can find you online? Yeah, so they can just go to basedconsulting.co. It's based, B-A-S-E-D, consulting spelled out, dot C-O. Um, and uh, that's where I am. Okay, perfectly. We will leave also the, the your full contact details. Uh, on the description for this video or podcast, whatever you are, you are watching us. And also we have another episode uh, where Steve will will, uh, will explain more about a very exotic location. You have like a kind of semi-exclusive access, which is uh, called American Samoa. And uh, if you can just give like a, a teaser about the next episode about American Samoa, that would be very interesting to our listeners and uh, viewers. Yeah, so American Samoa is in the middle of the ocean and it's very hard to get to but it offers a ton of tax benefits especially if you're a u.s citizen um but also non-us citizens can definitely benefit from it and i can tell you all about it in our next episode okay before we go it's like um you know there's um uh there is um netflix show about uh, better call soul yes and uh, the lawyer really Jamie cool. is happy his t-shirt about he have a law degree yeah. from American Samoa. Actually, yeah. I've yeah. I've googled this place, but they they have a university, but yeah. they don't have a law yeah. uh, law school, which is it's very interesting. Yeah, thing. very interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay, so next episode will be with with Steve about everything about American Samoa after just a company, how to be tax efficient, whatever your U.S. citizen or non-U.S. citizen, how you can structure your business. And also we'll have a comparison between Hong Kong and American Samoa. Thanks so much for being with us, Steve, and uh, appreciate all the insights. That's very helpful. Thanks for having me, Mel. Appreciate it. It's it's my pleasure. And I will stay global, my friends. Bye-bye. Sure.